0: The following sketch is a time capsule. Recorded in May 2017, this sketch comes to us from an almost entirely different political climate from our own, for the sake of accuracy, for the sake of preservation of history, that we ought to present it here to you in its unedited entirety, so that you might understand just how much shit has gone cray in the last six months or so. Please enjoy boys.
1: Two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. There's an expression. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's kind of a, kind of a folksy expression. And uh, I know you're a big yeah, city boy now. <laughs> there's an expression we uh, we have back home. Uh, that I think may apply to this scenario, and that's, uh, three times a charm. Mm, uh, yes. And I'm thinking that, like, seeing as this is my third time, that this will be the charm, in that, like, we will finally charm... Emma Stone, and we'll finally get her to uh, to meet with you.
0: We will finally catch that wascally wabbit, Emma Stone.
1: It's uh, it's Stone season.
0: <laughs> That's right. Now, Vern, I had an idea. Normally, the guest okay. comes on and pitches the idea, but I have an idea for how we might ensnare the Stone in this in our trap this episode.
1: Good, because the only thing I really had left was like a script. Underneath a box propped up by a stick,
0: and then when she had crawled into the box because she is unable to resist a brand new script, we would pull out the pull out the stick and trap her underneath.
1: Yeah, that was that was the really the only thing I had left. Um, so hearing that you have an idea is uh, is good. It takes a lot of worry off my mind. Though before you go into your idea, what do you think of the the box stick script idea? You know,
0: honestly, not ruling it out. Like I I know it seems ludicrous and, and perhaps preposterous but one must go to great lengths to achieve great things and and mm-hmm. there is certainly a lot of risk involved in attempting to, to catch an Emma Stone in in a box trap but does that not also mean there will not be ample reward?
1: I mean get to meet Emma Stone out of it. So, I mean, it seems to me like the reward is pretty nice.
0: Now, listening audience, you might not be aware, Vert and I actually used to have a weekly radio show at our local radio station uh, called... Politicoys, where where he and I would sort of dabble back and forth, uh, banter, bicker about about today's news. Uh, myself, sort of being a hard fought Republican, and Vern
1: being a bleeding heart liberal. Landman and the nerve. We and- were uh, we were really popular on uh, AM radio stations. We were syndicated in a few markets. Um, of course, we kind of. We kind of played up our uh, our respective characters a little bit, but uh, it was a really uh, big podcast, or excuse me, radio show. It was kind of, kind of like a podcast, but it was like in your car, but you don't have to plug anything into your speakers. It was just there. And once it was over, it was gone forever. Unlike podcasts where you
0: can listen to, to radio shows from 2009, um, it, once once it happened, it was gone forever into the ether.
1: Yes. Uh, we didn't make any recordings, which is why if you try to uh, listen to that old show, like, it's gone, you'll never find you it. You cannot
0: be found. Cannot be found. 100% real, cannot be found. Yeah,
1: and it's 100% real that one time we had Bob Dole on the uh, mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 100% real that one time... Uh, you know, we, we, we had a, a, episode in the Illinois House of Representatives. It's 100% real. It's just, it was on the radio, so there's no evidence of
0: 100% it. 100% real. We had Al Gore, that yuppie Al Gore on,
1: and let me tell you, I gored him good. You mess with the bull. Oh my gosh. You get the horns. You ended up kind of, like, helping him out in his, like, belief that global warming is a thing. Which is, you know, it is... A real thing um that's that's me playing into my character we all know global warming's bullshit but my character is a liberal but anyway you ended up kind of like uh, supporting his belief that global warming was real because it got really hot in there for <laughs> al gore let me tell you the glaciers were
0: melting in that studio
1: yeah he was a polar bear on a block of ice that was a slowly dissipating on his feet and that polar bear I just drowned fatally. The the phone lines were lighting up, and so too was the sun
0: lighting up the very surface of the earth. But one of our favorite segments uh, that we used to do on Polito Boys was a a political cartoon roundup where we would gather the best political cartoons that we had seen that week and bring them to the listening audience. Now, it's a bit more difficult to bring a political cartoon to a listening audience so we would describe them in great detail for
1: for anyone that might be curious political it kind of helped out because it was kind of like a working like audio commentary for whatever a political cartoon was in that day's newspaper political cartoons and this is why i like this is what i like about them is that the humor in them is very subtle very nuanced Mm. you'd have to be Mm -hmm a real brain in order to kind of decipher what uh, great comedians such as Ben Schwartz were uh, saying. Whenever Now, whenever I say Ben Schwartz, I'm, of course, referring to my favorite comedian, Ben Schwartz. The New York Times uh, political cartoonist, not that kind of hack Ben Schwartz from, like, Parks and Rec and things like that. Not
0: that horrible half of BB-8 Ben Schwartz.
1: No, no, we're talking about the funny Ben Schwartz, the one who does scathing political cartoons for the New York Times.
0: Unparalleled
1: political cartoons. For For the New Yorker, excuse me. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, you gaffed it again. You, you know, all that blood coming out of your bleeding heart. Maybe you
1: should route some of that to your brain. I can't believe I did that. We we might as well call this segment, like, La La Land, because that's kind of like the headspace I'm in right now. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. Oh, boy.
1: oh, well, when you speak, all I hear is Blah Blah Land. But let's move on to our first uh,
0: political cartoon today. I have it pulled up. Um, it's, a, it's a scene. It's set at nighttime. And um, it, there are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven witches, or people or, that appear to be witches. Perhaps it's Halloween. Um, again, the, okay. the cartoon leads a lot up to interpretation.
1: Um, there, so th- it's like a commentary on like the uh, like the different heads of the like, members of cabinet. But there's thirteen, right? People, no, no, 13 no, people mm, of cam- no, no, no. So
0: there's seven witches. Um, seven witches, and, okay. and there is one male witch among them, which sort of violates the the. The treatise of it being a witch, but I shall. Yeah, continue. that's the warlock. Um, yeah, they're they're all green, um, and each of their hats has a has a label firmly affixed to it. Um, one says NYT, which could be either the New York Times or night nighttime where the comic is set. Um, oh, that,
1: yeah, that's, that's probably that's probably nighttime. One says
0: CBS. One says NBC.
1: Another CBS in- being a uh, canceled baby shows. Canceled baby shows.
0: NBC being nighttime baby shows. Again, going back to the theme of night that is running throughout this comic. Mm -hmm. Um, One says ABC. So perhaps that represents childhood education. Always baby shows. Always baby shows. And then uh, CNN. And then um, the male witch uh, who bears a striking resemblance to uh, Chuck Schumer. Um, His hat says Schumer. And then there is one
1: more, a female witch. um, And her hat says Pelosi. So okay, so Schumer. Uh, I guess that's supposed to be like uh, the the shoe industry. Like he's a he's a cobbler,
0: perhaps. Um, again, he looks remarkably like Chuck Schumer, but I'm not sure what relevance that has.
1: Okay, okay, okay. And
0: and each of the witches are um, holding hunting shotguns, which I believe violates some sort of witch's credo. And they're all looking at a sign on a tree that uh, that says "Open Season." And there is a picture. Oh, my favorite animated film. Mm, yeah, I prefer Open Season 2. I really think when they ditched the original voiced cast, uh, things only improved. But it says Open Season, and there is a picture of a man whom I guess is is, is Mr. Trump, uh, Mr. President Donald Trump. Uh, there is no label affixed to it telling me that that is who it is, but I believe that's who it is. And, it could
1: be Alec Baldwin.
0: And then there is, in the, in the background, a huge full moon um and written on the moon perhaps by a laser are the words trump hunt trump hunt
1: trump trump hunt trump hunt trump, trump hunt and it would take a great trump, you know what i think you probably got like a he probably posted that too early with like a misspelled is is it supposed to say trumpet uh hey it's uh... a <laughs> One of my favorite kind of jokes on Twitter. It's a picture of a... We're going to post a picture, and we're going to say a lot to unpack here. So there's a lot to unpack here. First, and you, you you mentioned that these witches... One of them is a warlock, because it's a male. Um, but these witches are holding shotguns. Uh, last I checked, witches fly brooms. They don't fly shotguns. Give it, give it
0: some extra get up and go, in much the same way that... In the World of Warcraft, uh, purchase for yourself a pair of shoes that shoot bullets at the end, and they are quite fast shoes.
1: So, like, this, uh, this shotgun is like a new mount acquired by mm. the characters in World of Warcraft? Sure, and they are using it to, to, to raid the privacy
0: of our president, Mr. Donald J. Trump.
1: Who, like
0: as we all know is a very private man his public persona is is nil i he's he's such a closed off private man it's so hard to understand what's going on in that head of his for he never truly voices his opinions
1: he's always you, 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 it's almost like prying with him like you almost have to just really get in there and like really kind of shake him down to get any kind of read on him i just really
0: wish i knew what he thought of robert pattinson and Kristen stewart's relationship but he he never came forward publicly four times to let robert know
1: that he was in a bad relationship like i know how i feel about rosie o'donnell but there's no way i, I could figure out what, what this guy feels about I her i just don't know hmm, hmm. It is a mystery. So maybe uh, these witches, uh, in a, like an attempt to like disrespect uh, our dear leader, are getting together to like cast a spell on him so that he'll uh, that he'll talk more, and they can get a, a more a, more of a read on him, and they can use his words against him. Even a, a keen artistic
0: mind like mine just cannot cannot pull apart the dense tapestry we're greeted with here i would be tempted to use to use uh perhaps find a university and find an art historian there but as if i trust the liberal agenda being peddled in today's universities
1: you know what this political cartoon is probably like a, a modern day uh, house of leaves so like maybe we have to like turn it upside down to kind of decipher what it's supposed to be mean or like Read it backwards or something like that. I don't know. Perhaps if we looked
0: at this picture while Dark Side of the Moon played, we would get we'd get a better idea of what it
1: is trying. Oh, because there's witches in Wizard of Oz, and there's witches on this.
0: I just don't. It's so impossible to parse what this great artist might be trying to tell us.
1: But we know one thing: it's real fun. As you know, like, back in those days when we did Political Boys, I was a, uh, I was a liberal. Um, and I had, you know, firm, like, liberal beliefs, and I, and I believed, you know, everything that I believed, I had held my heart and held my mind for my entire life. And just one day, I was, uh, just at a stoplight, and there was this, uh, what, at the time, I would have referred to as, like, a big gas-guzzling, gas, gas guzzling, you know, like, hummer in front of me. Uh, but I saw, uh, a bumper sticker on it, uh, that said, Trump that bitch. And then I was, like, it was, it, my eyes were open for the first time. And I was, like, I get it now. And it was, like, being born. Like, I I, I was sitting in the car, and I felt like I had been born. Like, I was covered in, like, afterbirth, and, like, I had to cut an umbilical cord that was growing out of my stomach, and everything is right there in the car, and it was, like, it all made sense then.
0: They say out of the the mouths of babes come true wisdom, and- and
1: and babies speak in short sentences, and so too is short a bumper sticker. You know, like our small children got it right, and you know, out of you know that expression that you said about the babes, which like I've not seen uh, that talking pig movie, but I'm a I'm a trust that what you're saying is in that movie is is real. But like it makes sense that like these people that don't have a very good education and very barely have a grasp on like how to read and write would have it completely right about her political process. It makes sense.
2: I got
0: Let's find another, one of my favorite modern cartoon artists, Mr. Ben
1: Garrison. Before, But where were you when the first time you saw uh, one by Benny G?
0: One by a Benny G? I, I gotta tell you, and this is kind of an embarrassing story, I was mm. I was in a public restroom. I was in okay. I was in a Wendy's um and, okay. and I was cohabitating this bathroom with several other people, other other customers at this Wendy's bathroom and and I was in the stall and to be mm-hmm. completely frank with you I was having a little bit of trouble getting the process started. I was I was having some 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 trouble getting the troops to go to war getting the now Browns has... through the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. There yeah. was a long commute getting the kids to the pool. So you, you had diarrhea? No, quite the opposite. Oh, okay. Um, and I was scrolling through my phone, and I saw a retweet of, of a cartoon from one Mr. Ben Garrison, Benny G. An RT? I saw this cartoon that I have pulled up right now. And let me tell you, I laughed so hard that not only must I have scared everyone else cohabitating that public restroom, but the process began immediately
1: uh that's a very good reaction to have to comedy
0: um I laughed so hard, i indeed oh.
1: We're not on the radio anymore, we can say words like this, I indeed shit. (laughs)
2: Oh, yeah,
1: I forgot about that. We don't have those terrible, awful government agencies uh, watching what we say. We can just say whatever we want. Say whatever we want and none of these snowflakes can hear us. I'm glad global warming is is a real thing so all those snowflakes can melt, you know?
0: You know what I always say about snowflakes? Well, if you get them and 10,000 of their friends together, you can make one real man.
1: A snowman. <laughs> and if you get a bunch of them together, you can make an avalanche that we all suffocate and die in. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it.
0: And they can't take
1: a joke about anything. Now, mind no. you,
0: if anyone says even the most minor word of criticism about Alex Jones, I threaten their family and put all their personal information online, but... Oh. Hey man, Shobani yogurt,
1: people will rape you over it, you know?
0: Oh, I gotta tell ya. And yes, I react to criticism of video games by directly messaging people horrible, hateful slurs, but these liberals just can't take a joke. This cartoon is at a yard sale, one on the front lawn of the White House. And I know this because there is a large sign plastered across the entire front of the house that says everything must go.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, my, uh, the Will Ferrell movie. There are tables laid out
0: all over the place, and, and one, one wild guess of who is, is propagating this yard sale.
1: It's a yard sale on the White House lawn. It says everything. I you know must it's a tricky go.
0: one. You'll never
1: see it
2: coming. Okay. Oh, White House
1: yard sale. Everything must go. Trying to make a quick buck off nation's history. Trying to sell all the stuff that makes. us uh... Noam Chomsky. Chomsky's
0: a good guess. Um it it's actually Barack Obama. Oh, okay, okay. And I only know this because not he is drawn with incredibly large ears and on his t-shirt it says
1: POTUS B O. Uh they draw him with big ears because A, dude's got some big ears and B, have you seen how he ran our country? He was a real Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> But laid out on this lawn are, oh, so
0: many things. Um, a, a bucket of American flags that say 50 cents. Um, a, a, a statue of a bald eagle that's uh, a crying bald eagle that says USA and is labeled Pride being sold for a mere $2. Oh, that's I mean, it's pretty good deal.
1: But still, there is that's a not good.
0: There is a typewriter. Printing out the word birth certificate. Uh, no price tag listed on that typewriter. There is There are some posters that say hope. There is a cell phone um, where the number being dialed on the phone is 666.
2: <coughs>
0: there is a bank vault that says Second Amendment on it. And in case you don't know what that means, there is indeed a, a picture of a gun on it. And there is no sp- no price listed. It says must go.
1: So he is selling oh, this off for nothing. And the there's a you said there was a cell phone that was dialed six six six. Yes, that is the number currently being
0: um, dialed I, on the cell phone.
1: I guess because like. Barack Obama would, like, make deals with the devil, and that's how I got the presidency. Right, 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 right. That's, gotcha. that's the oh, okay, only okay.
0: reason. Um, also being sold are a boombox and a basketball, which feel pretty distinctly like a race thing.
1: Mm-hmm, gotcha. I guess someone already bought the uh, chicken and grape juice.
0: That's precisely right. Um, okay. And uh, all the bling is gone. There is The basketball be, is being sold for $1, which I'll remind mm-hmm. you is half the price of American pride. And the boombox is being sold for $5. Oh, which is, you could get a couple of American Prides for that. That's right. But uh, I I have yet to bring up the most um, sort of eye-catching part of the cartoon. Okay. Front and center at this yard sale, a giant modem that says the internet on it, and in the bottom left it, it says Made in America, and and grasping onto the Internet is a U.N. peacekeeping soldier whose arm says Soros unit, who is slobbering over the Internet and has several hearts coming out of his head as if he is in love with the Internet. And the U.N. man says, How much for this? With a question mark and an exclamation point. And Barack Obama says... Take it, it's yours for free. Oh
1: wow, that is delightful.
0: I am tickled. Oh, there's also tennis shoes available for sale. at the, the Tennis yard shoes? sale. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are they labeled or are they just tennis shoes? They're
0: just they're just unlabeled, unmarked tennis shoes, assumedly oh. for
1: basketball.
0: There's also there's also a sign in the background, um, on on a stand, and it just says if eight times.
1: If. If it just says if eight times, as we know, well, it's probably because it's probably a speech of Barack Obama's. Uh, Barack Obama, as we know, like his favorite not, if speech. He was he was not a good speaker.
2: No, you know, horrible. He could barely
1: punk. get through anything. There, he was not eloquent in a way that kind of united a nation. He was just a terrible, like, stuttering, slobbery mess. He could never Uh, get through
0: a sentence. It, It never felt like his sentences related to the one before. He never took meaningful pauses or used proper elocution. I mean, ugh, garbage in a pail, sir. Oscar the Grouch was our president.
1: Um, so, is the, the person who's buying the, the email, first, like, are they buying it to try to see if they can find Hillary's emails? Because as we know, they're not there. Mm, right. She deleted them because she's no good. Because she's, because she's rotten to the core, like this apple that I'm eating. (laughs) and there's a worm in it <laughs> hey and uh sometimes bad apples have like worms in them you know yes. and like yes, there's yes, a yes. whole thing with like anthony Weiner, and some people call your penis a, wien- <laughs> a worm you know like uh. and his last name is Weiner, you know
0: yes absolutely
1: that's a good joke in that political cartoon The first time you saw Benny Jean, you were on Twitter. I was. And and one time like Emma like Emma Stone saw something on Twitter. She likes comedy because she's in comedies. What if we made a political cartoon in order to attract her attention?
0: Vernell, I think you've struck black gold like some sort of some sort of Beverly Hillbilly. Yes. Okay.
1: So okay. let's see here. Mm. Yes. Okay. 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 Let's see here. Okay. 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 Yes. All Let's right. Let's see here.
0: Much like when I'm tanning, we need to get a baseline going here. So what okay. what is now recently at the at the cinemaplex mm. I saw the the film Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So perhaps we recreate that, but in a slightly skewed political angle to help Guardians get of the our point. Po- Guardians of the government, writing
1: it down, writing it down. Okay. And it's, and it's the people that are kind of chosen, and some would say haphazardly, but they're wrong, to like guard our government and our values. They seem ill-fit for the
0: jobs they are filling— but yeah. ultimately, it is through them that the universe is saved. Yes, yes, yes. Vern, yes, yes. yes. Okay, so I'm going to draw. Let's begin with, with, the, with the Chris Pratt character. Mm. Um, I'm sketching his, his, his red coat, his, his silly mask. But I'm going to put his silly mask in his hand so that I can uh, later add a face to this body.
1: Well, I guess the leader of the Guardians. He would have to be uh, the Trump.
0: So I'm going to draw him, as we all know, Donald Trump, rippling with muscles. And then add. Stupid. He's just
1: stupid with muscles. Just lousy with them. They are spilling out of his suits. Yeah, no, Donald Trump is lousy with muscles. He is absolutely lousy. Like, Donald Trump is complete donald trump is completely unqualified to go on a diet because he's he, just so ripped he is
0: useless at not having muscles
1: donald trump is a terrible unfit piece of shit at like mcdonald's because he doesn't eat any of that food he
0: is one of the dumbest public figures we have if he had, if he is at an IQ contest where IQ is judged by muscles. Anyway, yes. So I've drawn the Trump um, with his with his beautiful, handsome face, his easily distinguishable figures, um, and in one hand he is holding the Star Lord mask, and in the other hand. He is holding a pussy. Yes,
1: and make the pussy and the Star Lord mask really small because he has huge hands,
0: giant, masculine hands. And just mm-hmm. to make sure that you understand what I'm going for here, I'm going to to write on him his name, S- Strump Lord. S-Trump Trump
1: Lord. Lord. Trump, yeah, Strump Lord, obviously. Strump
0: Lord. The, the most obvious amalgamation of Star-Lord and Trump, Strump Lord. All right, so we are going to move on to, to the second
1: member of the galaxy, Gamera. Gamera. So uh, Gamera is uh, a beautiful woman, apart from the fact that she's green. A beautiful uh,
0: green woman, not interested in women of other colors, but a beautiful no. green woman.
1: Yeah, so that's got to be... That's got to be Donald Trump's uh, either wife or her daughter.
0: Well, that's an interesting conundrum, um, as the two do become romantically entangled. Spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. But again, in that sort of position of power, Melania holds none. It has to be Ivanka. Mm, Yeah, you're right. And they have this sort of, as I would directly quote (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 here, an unspoken thing between them.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: So we're going to draw... Ivanka, and she she's going to have uh, Gamora's classical sword, of course. I'm going to make the skin green so you get the facsimile between the two, even though I don't like it. I think it besmirches our beautiful, perfect Ivanka, who I want to protect because she's
1: attractive, and I will defend to the death. Uh, quick note, can we replace the sword with a, with a hanger? And on the end of the hanger is... Something from her clothing line? Sure. As long as pierced at the end of that hanger is a a
0: bad guy and written on him as Nordstrom. Yes. Okay, perfect. So we're going to continue to add detail here. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? Just for you know, as she would stand on the poster, I'm going to put her butt first, looking over her shoulder at us. Yes, piercing Nordstrom sure... with her mighty coat hanger.
1: And make sure like she's got big juicy butt.
0: Of course. I'm I'm keeping true to the character.
1: Yeah, and then also, like, yes, yeah, she's got her back to us, and so, like, they wouldn't be as pronounced, but make sure she's got some big, juicy, mammary glands, too. Of course.
0: I'm going to just enough of them so that you know that they're there, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: but not enough to make it sort of distracting. But I am going to label them boobs so that you know what you're looking at.
1: Yeah, thank God. Thank goodness.
0: Um, so the third member of the Guardians is Drax. Drax the Destroyer, as portrayed by WWE superstar Dave
1: Bautista. Drax is known from uh, his big muscle body. And there's the only one person I can think of who got a big muscular body. Hold apart on. from Donald Trump.
0: We're going to say it at the same time. We're going to count down from three, and we're going to say okay. it because I think we're thinking of the same
1: thing. All right? I think so. Okay. Three. Three. Two, two, one, Steve, Steve Bannon.
0: Bannon. <laughs> oh, Vernell, we've done it again. We've yes. We've done it again. The muscle-bound hunk of man meat, Steve Bannon.
1: Some people would say the obvious person to do in this scenario is Alex Jones, but because he rips his shirt off all the time and always is flexing, but they're wrong. Steve Bannon is the... Uh...
0: He is not a member of the cabinet.
1: Yeah, yeah. Steve Yet, Bandon, give it some
0: time. One. He'll be director of the FBI before too long, but also, for right now.
1: Also, should this be called Guardians of the Hashtag Ma Galaxy? It's M-A-G-A, and then gal- uh, the rest of galaxies in lowercase letters? My
0: galaxy.
1: Yes, yeah. make Guardians America galaxy. galaxy again. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, editing that, crossing that out. Not going to bother erasing it, just sort of crossing it out and rewriting it.
1: Yeah, well, because they they have, like, handwritten volume two. On the Guardians of yeah, the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Was, That's what I'm doing here. So it'll say, it say Guardians of the Government, but Government will be crossed out, and it will say, hashtag my <laughs> And just like on the
0: first Guardians of the Galaxy poster, at the bottom of the poster will be written, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, so we have Steve Bannon, as everyone has always wanted him, shirtless, holding two knives, and on one knife it says truth, and on the other knife it says Freedom.
1: Yes, and then the handles both say Breitbart. Yes,
0: and so does his well, belt buckle, again, so that there are no
1: questions. There's two There's two swords, so one will say Breitbart, and one will say, I'm a good documentary filmmaker, because he is. He's such a good documentary filmmaker.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, And yes, and then written across his chest is Bannon. And in his mouth is like the uh, a foot, like a human foot, implying that he has swallowed most of a man but okay. written on the foot is uh lamestream media
1: yeah and let's uh instead of written on the foot let's have it like a, a tag on its toe so we it oh, like the media is dead. He's dead yeah yeah but steve bannon's decided to eat it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, yes all right so moving on he decided on to, to the... eat a dead body in the scenario yes uh-huh yeah so i i don't i don't think it violates the fiction of what we're going on here no, not at all not at all so, are we, are we doing Rocket Raccoon next?
0: Uh, yes, I think we move on to Rocket Raccoon. Okay. What do we know about Rocket Raccoon? He is small. He is scrappy. He's Very cunning. Scrappy. He can make the best of any situation.
1: Oh, oh. But also, he's kind of like a wise-ass, kind of like the comic relief. Okay. And, and there's no one funnier in the government right now than Mike Huckabee. Oh, yeah and so he's like slaying it left right up down center so like he's like huck it raccoon or something right huck it rack huck it mike coon oh yeah No. so yeah so mike huckabee is uh, a little raccoon and and he's got a really big he's got a really big gun uh, but out of the gun is a flag that says "bang" because that's a good joke to have a gun that shoots a flag that says "bang," and he's like a big joker. And on the gun it says "tweets." Yes, yes, exactly.
0: No, it's good. No, it's very yeah. So that that one writes itself basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's and and everyone like laughs because he's he's so funny. Uh, and and there's a and there's a, a string of ammunition coming out of the gun. Like a like a, one of those big like military like I don't war guns, uh. And, but on the yeah. bullets, they all say first draft because um he's so funny that he can be just he doesn't have to do a second draft or a punch up Abs- on any of his no. jokes. They're just absolutely not. They're, they're all
0: perfection. You know they say that there is a bullet for with everyone's name on it, and um I can only pray that more of Mike Huckabee's joke bullets have my name on them.
1: I I never get tired of them. Oh, and uh, you know what? If he were to shoot me in the head with one of his joke bullets, I would die happy and I would die laughing. And
0: that's how we all want to go. So, mm-hmm. moving on to to the fifth member of the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Groot. Um, big tree and um, big tree and um, firm center unites everyone. Is sort of a, a multi dimensional tool used for solving all of our problems. And I think the only member of Trump's cabinet that fits that description is Kellyanne Conway.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so we're going to draw her as a big, powerful tree, and out of her mouth, instead of saying, I am Groot, we're going to have her saying, I hate news. Oh,
1: perfect. And she always says that. That's kind of like her her rhetoric, yeah. She's like, oh, I hate news. We got to do, because this is Guardians of My Galaxy Volume 2, We gotta have her as baby Groot, because, like, she's a total babe, am I right? Tell me about it. I mean, daily and nightly and ever so rightly, my friend. And so I was thinking, like, if she's baby Groot, like, instead of baby Groot coming out of the flower pot, um, it's drawn just like that, but it's, she's coming out of the White House couch and she's on her knees on the couch? Yes! Like (laughs) that famous great picture. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And instead of growing out of the flower pot baby but <laughs> It's Kaylee
0: Ann Conway on on the couch on her knees. <laughs>
1: and instead of leaves on her hands, ones like her cell phone because she was tweeting or whatever and uh, 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's nope. and it says Babe Groot. Because she's a total babe. I
0: don't see anything wrong with what you just came up with.
1: No, I think it's really, really sharp stuff. <laughs> and then,
0: because the bad guy in this one is Ego, the Living Planet. Of course. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're and gonna Clinton, him. She has him. It's ego Hillary. It's Hillary Clinton, and it's Hillary Clinton's face on a planet, and we write Ego, the Living Democrat. <laughs>
1: Ego has a speech bubble that is written in the I'm with her font and has a thing but it says you're with me
0: and and all the all the guardians are like nope they're yeah, all they're saying like, nope. they're all saying nope
1: yeah they're all saying just nope n o p nope
0: except for Kellyanne Conway who's, who's saying,
1: saying i hate i hate <laughs>
2: Tells you, we've had better financial times. Ever since that bat freak moved to Gotham City, it's been hard for me, a low-level thug in Gotham's crime world, to make a steady living. I've been with all of I served under everybody. The Riddler? The only riddle he can solve. The only riddle he can't solve. Is the riddle of giving us a living wage. Why ya Mr. Freeze? Why doesn't he warm that cold, cold heart of his? And give us a little Christmas bonus. I know it's always cold for him, but it's especially cold for us. Why ya put him up? Poison Ivy? Always thinking green? How about giving us some green? Maybe you don't care so much about plants. Maybe you start caring about people. Ooh, put them up. Now I work as a low-level functionary for the Joker. Always fending off that bat freak. It's a dangerous line of business, but I got a wife and kids to look out for. And it's not like Bruce Wayne in his ivory tower is creating a sustainable job market, for those of us working class slubs going paycheck to paycheck, waiting every year for a federal income tax return so that we might not, so that we might be able to eat that month. Oh, poor them up, Mr. Wayne. Listen, Joker's business, high risk, high reward. It's a dangerous line of work, Batman don't kill nobody, but injuries aren't free. But Joker, full coverage health insurance. Dental, 401k. When that bat freak knocks your teeth out, he'll take care of you. We gotta look out for each other in this world. Which sort of leads me on to talk about Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin is the place where you can support the Stone Zone. Ooh, I love The Stone Zone. No fist necessary this time. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. For as little as $1 a month. A mere tuppence. Even to we Gotham City f- f- rogues. Um, that's it now. To we Gotham City rogues. You can support this show, support the Puffin Publishing Podcast, ooh, I love that podcast. Support the future of Doom to you, ooh, I love that show. Support the future of Poke Musical, ooh, that that sounds intriguing. I want to see that show with my two fists. My fists, of course, being named Pauline Kale and Siskel and Ebert, famed noted critics of theater and cinema. Because not everyone can have a boss like mine always looking out for us. Sometimes they need a little help. Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Enjoy the following segment or I'll fight you
0: From Purple Mountain Majesty to Amber Waves of Grain, this is Polito coming to you live from WPEE. I am
1: the Landman. And I'm the nerve. And I'm going to be jumping all over those nerves here in a little bit. And I, of course, a diehard Republican. And I, of course, am a bleeding, bleeding heart liberal.
0: Blood is pumping in and out of his heart, unlike mine, which was cauterized and closed during the war that I fought in, unlike those snowflake Democrats who have probably never shot anyone in their whole lives.
1: You might as well just write the words war on a dodgeball because you know I'm going to be getting out of the way of it because that's what I do. I dodge.
0: Whereas when I played dodgeball in high school, I stood there. I took it to prove how tough I was. Didn't move at all. I let those dodgeballs be thrown directly at my head.
1: And I said you paint the word war on a dodgeball. I meant to say paint the word draft, but you get it. I'm a dumb liberal. That. Yeah, you dodged the war. You completely
0: avoided this and fucking 14-18 year long war we've been stuck in.
1: And as we know, only liberals and by stuck dodged in, draft. I and mean
0: enjoying it. Yep, no Republican has ever dodged no
1: draft. Republican. They're all no Republican. No Republicans that have been in the presidential office in the last like 12 years have ever dodged the draft. It's only They have never once
0: complained that they have weird feet. Nope. Not one time. Yes, of course, audience, Politiboys is back and here to stay. And we are back on your AM dial. We are not going anywhere. You can find us
2: nationwide.
1: We are right between static and a commercial for the mattress barn. That's us, Politiboys. 24 hour mattress barn
0: commercial and Politiboys. Coming to you live at 5 a.m., the only slot available.
1: Right, right. We feel like there's nothing better to start your day than a warm cup of people screaming at each other. Mm, And that's what we do.
0: That has never perplexed me about morning radio show culture. Why all of them were throwing dicks at each other and yelling at each other and making fart sounds. That's what everyone wants to hear at 8.30 in the morning when they've been stuck in traffic on the
1: way to work, is people yelling at each other and a soundboard of farts. There's nothing better than driving to work at 6 or 7 in the morning And just having two people that just sound just really, really, really happy, like Stepford Wives level of happy, just talking about the little goofer that happened at the awards show last night. Can you believe it? Ben Affleck slipped and fell
0: on a banana peel. What a goof. Only three and a half more hours of this during your morning rock block radio program where we block the rock. You want to hear music, but we're going to block it and stop it from getting to you. And you're going to hear four people you don't like or care about talk about Ben Affleck.
1: You know how... uh... You know how you love, just love, love, love that opening note of Power of Love by Huey, and the Lu- and Huey Lewis and the Noose? And you love just that opening guitar riff and everything? Don't worry, we got you covered. Four people are going to talk over that until the very microsecond that Huey Lewis starts singing the song.
0: Oh, yeah. Everyone hates the beginnings of songs before people start singing. I know I do. And my opinion is correct. The other night, my little daughter... Uh, Harriet Tubman, because I'm a patriot and not a racist. My little daughter, Harriet Tubman, who doesn't even have my last name. I just named her Harriet Tubman, uh, went out trick-or-treating. She came back, you know, pile of Skittles, fun-sized candy bars. And I said, I'm going to take 50% of this candy and give it to someone who didn't go out trick-or-treating because I want to teach you about socialism. And then I spit on her. So that she would, you know, in like a Skinner box kind of situation, le- associate getting spit on with socialism. I'm going to teach Harriet Tubman right. Well, it's really
1: funny that you mentioned that because my daughter, Patrick Henry, went trick-or-treating last night. She was dressed as her fa- favorite thing in the world, Frozen. Not the princess. She was dressed as the box art for Frozen. And she came home with a big bag of of Halloween candy. And I said, honey, you don't want candy. You're a liberal. You want medicine. So I took all her candy away and just gave her four bottles of cough syrup. Because that's all we want. We just want people to have medicine and nothing else.
0: The the namby-pamby snowflake parenting school that i went to they taught you to diffuse conflicts between your kids peaceably and i said no they need to learn about the real world so my kids have been fighting for 16 years their kids will be fighting in this conflict it's like the hatfields and the mccoys but they're both named mccoy
1: my children uh every night they have the exact same homework assignment they come home they make a participation trophy and they go back to school the next day and they give it to their classmates and they get a participation trophy in return. And that's all they do is they just give and hand out participation trophies.
0: God, that reminds me. I went to visit my daughter on Valentine's Day at school because I'm creepy and my job ends at 9 a.m. I have a little bit of time during the day. So I went to visit her on Valentine's Day and all the kids had their little boxes out. And would you believe it? Every single kid got a valentine from every other kid number one boys should not be giving boys valentines okay that is not what saint valentine died for was for adam and steve to give each other transformers valentines number two why does everyone get a valentine just for showing up you have to earn it if my daughter is ugly and let me tell you ooh baby not a looker She should not get any valentines. She's got to learn about the cold, hard, romantic world that is waiting for her. No handouts. No no valentines for every kid. I want the ugly kids to suffer because that is what life is like.
1: Uh, My daughter outgrew her her high school uniform, so I had to go down to the S&M shop and get her a brand new gimp uniform because I want all my kids to be sex positive. So sex positive, that's, that's all they do. They just fuck in the middle of the street, non-stop, 24-7, and they try to solve every problem by like, let's just love each other, because we should. And I make them physically love everyone.
0: I taught all of my kids to be sex negative. Like when my oldest daughter, my teenager, Johnny Appleseed, when she was learning about sex, I taught her to say no. So while she's having sex with her boyfriend, she is saying, No, I don't like this. I am being sex negative. And I'm kind of realizing right now the horrible connotations of what I just said and might cut that part out. <laughs> Not a good look. Oh, you you talk about these jokes. You, you bring on these instances. You support the liberal Hollywood elite, which is apparently made up entirely of sex monsters and dirty, horrible beings.
1: Well, you know, I, I say, you know, if there's a guy who's out there, I believe in second chances. And I think, you know, if there's a guy that's been out there just systematically sexually abusing and sexually harassing women for the last 25, 30 years, give him another chance. That's not him. he the learn. beginning of a redemption story. It's a redemption story. Speaking of which... It was so brave of Kevin Spacey to finally come out and stop living a lie and announce that he's a gay man. It was so inspiring. Nothing else that happened with Kevin Spacey that day is any important. The fact that he came out is what's important.
0: It's coincidental. He was using TweetDeck to queue up a tweet and he said, You know what? I want to come out as gay on October 29th, two days before Halloween, get all the spooks out of the way. And he had that queued up for like a year. He said, one year from today, October 29th, 2016, I will come out. And then on October 29th, 2017, he did come out. It just so happened that he was accused of assaulting a 14-year-old right before that. And the tweet was timed out very poorly. He forgot to delete it. He forgot to delete
1: it. But he came out. That's so good. I'm so happy for him.
0: Embrace him in your big... Snow hug, you frosty, the snowman, liberal, magic hat, make you come alive. You know, we don't all have magic hats. You gotta earn your corncob pipe in this
1: world. I think that everyone should have a magic hat, and I think that we should make it so that it's easier to pull swords out of stones. It's only right, and if you can't get the sword out of the stone, get a participation sword. You just want everyone to be king. I just can't wait till everyone's king Mm -hmm.
0: i was thinking of the same reference and if you didn't say it i was going to hey did i
1: talk like this in the first polita I don't know, my voice took off a di- took on a different quality than what it did the first time. All well. right. So, well, probably it's probably
0: going to naturally segue into my regular speaking voice cuz that's generally what happens in these exact kinds of situations.
1: You've got kind of a hard nation thing going on and I kind of followed your lead.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to hold on. I'm going to try softer. What about what about this? You godless liberal.
1: Yeah, and I think my character was a lot more dumb too. <laughs> so, I'm just going <laughs> to That seems to be the way of things. Kinda, What's the connection? Yeah, like? just kind of. Yeah, my guy was more like this. So I'm just going to do this
2: now.
0: I got a, and you know on Politiboys, we love
1: political cartoons. The peak of comedy. Fuck the Marx brothers. Fuck Buster Keaton. Forget about snl in the 70s political cartoons that's where it's happening captain monty python get a monty pie gone. i love political
0: cartoons saturday the true night dead holy grail of comedy so i got one here from politiboy's favorite ben garrison
1: oh yes People talk all the time, like, there's a Mark Twain Award for humor, and, like, no, dude, Ben Garrison. Whenever I think of hard-hitting, slapstick, side-splitting comedy, I think of the name Ben Garrison.
0: Yeah, you know Mark Twain never won the Mark Twain Award? That feels weird, doesn't it?
1: Well, if I had my way, everyone would win the Mark Twain Award, including Mark Twain. He would have to earn it. So, this cartoon depicts several
0: sheep and they are trotting along There are little lines indicating their movement i've read understanding comics and are you uh,
1: well hold up hold up you see a bunch of sleep are you sleeping on the job again
0: no i i only count four sheep that's not nearly enough to fall asleep i am constantly wracked by the guilt of my actions so there are five sheep in this picture One of them has a British flag on the side. One of them has a German flag on the side. One of them, a French flag. One of them, a Swedish flag. And the other, I can only see its hind legs because it is disappearing into the mouth of a giant craven wolf. Its jaws are dripping in blood, though its mouth is wide open. So did it just eat like a really bloody meal or is it bleeding from the roof of its mouth? Who can say? But the sheep are lining up one by one to go into the mouth
1: of the wolf. It's a thing where, okay, I get it. It's a thing where he cut the roof of his mouth. Like, or or no, uh, I had my wisdom teeth taken out and my back wisdom teeth, when they were taken out, like, they just bled constantly, so I had to stick a bunch of surgical gauze in my mouth. So that's what he's doing. He's doing a bunch of sheep. He's using sheep as surgical gauze. Right,
0: absolutely. Now, the wolf has a label on it. And, uh, so this Uh, is not just, like, a children's story about sheep hopping into a wolf's mouth. You know, like, them getting what they deserve. This is the real world kids. Um, My
1: favorite story. My favorite Brom, uh, Brom, or not Brom fairy tale uh, grim fairy tales Brom Stoker's fairy, tale. fairy tales yes uh my bromstoker's fairy tale my favorite Brom Stoker fairy tale uh i think and i would listen to it while listening to grim's lullaby uh is the <laughs> uh, the fable of the uh the sheep that thought <laughs> is the this <laughs> the story of the uh the sheep that thought they could sleep in a wolf's mouth
0: yeah that's and they learned does. that like no you can't can't sleep in a wolf's mouth that was a big wolf or some small sheep anyway so the wolf that's
1: why I always say don't try to sleep in a wolf's mouth
0: yeah that's what I always tell my kids so uh my kids Harriet Tuffman and Johnny Appleseed both girls um so the wolf's tongue is laid out like a sort of red carpet and um what did the label say
1: did the label just say on wolf did it just say wolf No,
0: no it didn't say wolf it said radical Islam but I think this—I think this is important. Islam is huge, red, black, bold. The word "radical" is written so small and almost imperceptibly that one would almost want you to think that Ben Garrison was a huge bigot like maybe he wanted you to miss the radical part like he wanted to put it in there to cover his bases against criticism but he also wanted a lot of people to miss that it was there that couldn't be true right
1: and um uh, not I don't know, our like, Ben Garrison no Ben Garrison if there's anything if if i describe Ben Garrison in one word apart from just like hilarious or like gut busting um, if I had to use one word to describe, like, Ben Garrison, I think the word I'd use would be, like, imprecise. Yeah, never, you know, obtuse. You can never get a read on him. Hard to
0: pin down. He's a guy who yeah. never tells you how he feels. And I wish that he and our A-political. president would just tell us how he feels about anything. Robert Pattinson's relationship to Kristen Stewart – Recent episodes of Saturday Night Live. I just wish that we knew their opinions on either one of those. But, so the wolf is labeled radical Islam. But we're not done here. Because the British sheep, the sheep with the British flag on the side. I keep going back and forth between my two voices. The sheep with the British flag on the side has a huge open mouth with what I'm now noticing are horrible British teeth. (laughs) And he's saying, "We're not wolfophobic." And above uh. him, written in huge letters, is "Death by political correctness."
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, guys. <laughs> it's funny. Forget what it's anyone true. tells you. Forget about what you hear about, like, cancer or heart disease or anything like that. The number one cause of death amongst any group of people is political correctness. My cousin, uh, Linda, she referred... She used the term African-American, and she died. <laughs> yeah, and our president, my president, Donald Trump,
0: just use it as... Meaning, like, he he applied it to his Muslim band, said, now is not the time to be politically correct. And um, I, I said, oh, yes, thankfully, now this will make the conversation about political correctness even better. Now that it means anything, now that it means anything at all in the world that you want it to mean, I'm really glad that that's happening. Thank you, President. Thank you for making the conversation harder and for weaponizing racists. I love it.
1: It's kind of, it's one of of those words like thingamajig. It's just like, hey, you don't happen to have that uh, political correctness on you, right? It's just one of those that you can just, it's It's, a filler word. a
0: a what's it, a whos
1: Ben, yeah. Who am I to critique, you know, such a wonderful artist? But... Let me just go ahead and try. I, I feel like he really, really, really missed an opportunity by not putting an E at the end of Islam. Um, <laughs> by putting a space between the S and the L.
0: So even a minor Ben Garrison work is still better than those hacks over at the New Yorker. And don't worry, we'll get to them
1: Dude, on a we'll future political what We're going to fucking come after you, New Yorker. We're going to fucking tear you a new one. You don't fucking even know.
2: Go fuck you up, New Yorker, dude, I'm gonna come and I'm gonna kick the shit out of you, New Yorker, oh
0: boy, you better, better, don't you fucking step on my block again, you step on my Jordans, New Yorker, I'm gonna fuck you up, New Yorker, I'm gonna kick every part of your fucking ass, I'm gonna take my bicycle, I'm gonna shove it up your ass, call it the bike lane, motherfucker, I'm gonna kick your ass, New Yorker, I serve my nickel, I don't give a fuck, man, New Yorker, you fucking come after me, I'm gonna punch you right upside your head, turn it into a concave motherfucker, I don't give a shit. New York, I'm going to fucking cut off your genitals and your feet and your armpits, all the grossest parts of the body. I'm going to put them in a stew. I'm going to make you some fucking dick foot
2: ass stew. I'm going to make you drink in New York. I don't give a fuck. There have
0: been so many political events. You and I record this show every single week, but let's... Say, follow up our show from, I don't know, May, and talk about the big political stories that have happened since then. Throw them all into one cartoon and see what uh, we can get from
1: May you. we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Liberals have no sense of comedy. Give me my cuckabee. <laughs> so, um, I, I think there have been uh, at least three worthy news stories that we can put together into a political cartoon. There's been okay. um, the Szechuan sauce, brick and morty thing that happened at McDonald's. Donald Trump disrespecting Gold Star families. Good, they deserve it. And there has been um, the P tape.
1: That's, uh, you know, comedy comes in threes. And what better three things to, like, set up a joke with, to tee off, off a joke with, than uh, a McDonald's controversy, Gold Star families, and veterans' affairs, and P
0: the three funniest things in existence golden arches gold star families and golden showers
1: so um and so like uh this is we are recording this uh just about immediately after halloween and i'm glad that that horrible like scourge on our society is over with now we're in the satanist holiday is over we're we're, now we're in the best time of the year pre-christmas also known as Thanksgiving. So we'll do the first Thanksgiving with all three of those news stories sitting at the table.
0: All right. Uh, and
1: it's the people sitting at the table, and then what put them in the news is what they're eating.
0: Is on their plate. Exactly. Yeah. So um, let's – all right. So McDonald's, uh, we got some options here. We could do like a minimum wage employee. I'm worried about the conveyance of that. So what about Ronald McDonald sitting at a table – Looking at pickle Rick and saying, "No, thank you."
1: Uh-uh. Yeah, like hold, like like hold the pickles or something like that. Uh, uh-uh, like no, it. thank you. Uh, and hold then the pickles. uh, because it's topical right now and people seem to like it. Um, instead of Ronald McDonald, it's Pennywise from It, and he's wearing a Ronald McDonald uniform.
0: Yeah, everybody loves it uh, and a clown is a clown earnestly uh, so we're gonna put yeah. him down there but again uh, Rick and Morty is such a hot and fresh property merchandise is so hard to get I'm worried about the legal repercussions of straight up drawing pickle Rick parody or no so why don't we swap it out with another green fella and just draw Larry from Tales, Larry, yeah,
1: Larry the Cucumber Larry the Cucumber and... from
0: Tales, and Pennywise the Clown is looking at it and saying hold the pickles
1: yeah, and, like, he's... Larry the Cucumber is, like, uh... But he's, like, we gotta make it obvious that it's supposed to be Pickle Rick. So he's, like, You're my cheeseburger! Or something like that.
0: <laughs> we draw... We, we we write him burping.
1: Yeah.
2: What but if like, the cucumber's saying,
0: just on, like, some nonsense improv for, like, five minutes that someone then had to animate?
1: Yes. Uh, and But it's just, like... Uh, you know, VeggieTales, they have that, like, cheeseburger song, and, like, Ronald McDonald serves cheeseburgers. And so, like, on the on the plate that Ronald McDonald's eating, or Pennywise is eating, there's, like, just pink slime. Um, oh, sure, and sure, sure. He's, well, we're, and we're he's talking saying, about
0: cheeseburgers. You know who also sings about cheeseburgers? <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. So oh, okay. The first Thanksgiving was at a Jimmy Buffett's
1: Margarita pill. Okay, yeah, so it's in a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville and Pennywise is dressed up as Ronald McDonald. He's got a bowl of pink slime. He's saying, hold the pickles to Larry the Cucumber <laughs> and Larry the Cucumber is saying, but you're my cheeseburger.
2: <laughs> yep, seems good so far.
1: There's and no there's one the, that uh, could there's... not understand what this is trying to convey. And uh, the Margaritaville is one of those that has the uh, the big margarita mixer and like inside that says like Hurricane Sandy.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: inside the margarita <laughs> is
0: hurricane sandy yes uh, yeah and there's a drink special on the wall called the puerto rico and there's just a pile of supplies in front of it cuz that's what we did we did such a good job taking care of our nation of Puerto Rico part of the United States we did such a good job supplying it They, uh, it's it's a drink special called the Puerto Rico and it says it has all the supplies it needs
1: and it's it's like one of those like uh chalkboards they have at like like kind of hipster baristas and everything yeah and that they have a drawing of the drink and the drawing is Just, like, a glass that once was, like, held together and, like, proud. It's, like, all broken into enough pieces that you could tell that it used to be, like, a glass that was all together. And then there's just, like, brown liquid overflowing the broken parts of the glass, like, leaping out onto the table and everything. And then there's, like, supplies in front of it.
0: And there's a tiny chalk drawing of Lin-Manuel Miranda desperately trying to pick up the pieces of the broken glass.
1: Yeah, he's like he's doing that thing where like he like in Looney Tunes where he picks up all the broken shards of glass and like like it it holds a form of exactly what it was but then everything starts leaking out of it. So he's animating yeah. that on the chalkboard. And we've he's drawn that. A, we've
0: drawn that on the chalkboard. That yeah, that he's doing a frame by frame of animation. animation
1: on the chalkboard.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So I think the McDonald's one done. Cut print. Okay, that, yeah. that 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 section is over. The leftmost section of our political cartoon done uh wrapped it's up the in, most, in...
1: for those for those following along at home the leftmost section of this political cartoon of the first thanksgiving which takes place at a jimmy buffett's margaritaville is pennywise the clown dressed up as ronald mcdonald the clown with a plate full of pink slime saying hold the pickles to layer the cucumber who instead is saying but you're my cheeseburger <clears throat> while Lynn manuel miranda <laughs> draws a Puerto Rico glass with that's all completely shattered next to a margarita mixer that has Hurricane Sandy inside of it.
0: That is the third, the first third of our political cartoon.
1: That is one third of this, like, five by six drawing that will appear in a newspaper <sighs> somewhere.
0: Okay, all right. What's the next one? Gold Star Families?
1: Yeah, Gold Star Families. Donald
0: Trump is disrespecting Gold Star Families. All right, Donald Trump sits at the table. He looks at a plate full of Gold Star Families.
1: <laughs> looks at a plate full of veterans' wives, uh, veterans' widows, and he says, no thank you. What if instead of Donald Trump sitting at the table... It's uh it's like a homeless veteran or something. It's like a veteran of one of our wars who's like, Oh, we don't we don't guns. have any of those. Well, yeah, I know, but like, like wouldn't that, is, wouldn't like...
0: that be wouldn't that be bad if like we sent people off to war and then when they came back we did nothing to help them and then they were homeless. And what if that happened like if that happened to like uh thousands of people, wouldn't that be I mean, we would have to feel terrible about that?
1: Oh yeah, I mean it doesn't happen. I mean it happens like in the movies because it's like fantasy land and stuff like that but it doesn't happen in real life like born on the Fourth of July is a fiction like stuff like that doesn't happen in real life like
0: it doesn't happen ve- like if we we
1: sent young men and women off to war
0: for 16 years and had a veterans care system that was so incompetent it might as well not exist did nothing to care for our veterans, injured or no, after the war, left them to waste, did nothing to provide them the medication that they need, if we did that and pretended to care about the
1: troops, wouldn't we be the worst people in the world? Oh, we would be absolutely awful. Like, this would, uh, it'd be a thing that, like, I would be embarrassed to tell other people that I was American if that were the case, but it's not the case, if people, I've never in my life, like, heard my uncle or someone complaining that the VA messed up somehow. Like, I've never heard that before, ever. I've never heard of, like, people who work at the VA, like, screwing veterans out of money or anything like that. That never happens. That has if that...
0: never happened.
1: But if that did happen, like, and I saw eventually, like, a nuclear bomb headed right towards my country... I would be like, well, yeah, I get it, but that doesn't happen.
0: That doesn't happen. It 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 does not happen in America. Happens that we prey on the young and directionless. That we prey on people seeking a sense of security, a sense of belonging, and ask them to fight and die for our country. That never happens. If we were denying thousands of black people a voice about them being shot senselessly in the street. To say that we cared about our troops. Spend trillions of dollars on war. Sending these young men off to their deaths. If we did that, and then didn't care for their families or our injured veterans trying to readjust to a society that they fought to protect. If we did that, wouldn't
1: we be the worst people in the fucking world? Wouldn't it make you just like, totally get why some people don't feel like pledging allegiance to our flag if that were a thing that really happened. But it doesn't. because If that man.
0: happened, I would understand that. But it doesn't.
1: It doesn't. So that's why we'll just, like, go into the world of, like, fiction or whatever, and we'll have Lieutenant Dan uh, yep. from Forrest Gump. A homeless Gump. veteran,
0: uh, which, again, doesn't happen, never happens.
1: Yeah. Lieutenant Dan, just exactly as he, as he looks after Forrest Gump walks off set of the Dick Cavett show, like, it never happens. We might as well have, like, fucking Donald Duck there or something. But right. It like, the happen. Dick Cavett
0: show, which has a door in the back of the Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Like, a, a name up in
1: lights. Doesn't happen. But we'll have... Because it's, like, a cartoon and we can do things that, like, kind of, like, break the rules or whatever. We you can know, we'll like, do you that. Can, we'll put, you can
0: pull a mallet out of your back pocket where it, like, it could not have possibly been. You can have thousands of homeless
1: veterans. Uh, you can paint a tunnel onto a wall and then a roadrunner can actually run through that tunnel. Or
0: Lieutenant Dan uh, that, can wheelchair through it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And maybe maybe we'll have a tunnel painted on the wall, one of the walls of the Margaritaville.
0: With some that, motion like, lines implying that that's where Lieutenant Dan came from. It's, it's a yes, train yes. tunnel with the Dick Cavett show written on the front of it.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, famously, you had to take a, a train tunnel in the desert to get to the Dick Cavett show. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll have Lieutenant Dan sitting there at the table... And he'll be looking at another table in the Margaritaville. And at that table, there will be, like, a very decorated veteran with, like, purple hearts and all sorts of medals and everything. Like, uh, like, very well taken care of, like, sharp, full head of hair, just handsome, incredible looking veteran.
0: Purple hearts, and- bronze stars, green clovers, uh, red balloons, pots of gold, rainbows, horseshoes. A decorated veteran
1: just a real a real garland briggs from twin peaks uh just sitting at the uh, the uh at another table and the waiter at that table will be barack obama and barack obama will have a plate that has this like a giant just like brontosaurus burger or like a rack of ribs from the flintstones credits a, on a,
0: it. a rack of ribs so big the table has tipped over
1: yeah, yeah t- we we we'll we'll draw it where like, the table's like halfway tipped over, and then like we'll have the the decorated general, like the really well taken care of military guy over at that table. Like we'll draw him like with a hard on in his pants, and then we'll like we'll we'll color it so that like it looks it's it's very obvious that the military guy already like came in his pants, but he still has the hard on because he just got done ejaculating, and then we'll have Lieutenant Dan at our table looking over at that table thinking, I'll have what he's having.
0: Yeah, that's a thing Lieutenant Dan would say. Yes. So is that, have we wrapped up the Gold Star Families thing? Do we? Yeah, so
1: so once again, uh, we've got the first Thanksgiving. Uh, They're sitting at a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Sitting at the table right now is Pennywise, dressed as Ronald McDonald, (laughs) Who is eating a plate of pink slime, saying, hold the pickles, please. To Pickle uh, Larry the Cucumber, who's saying, but you're my cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, in the background, there's a margarine machine as has Hurricane Sandy in it. And Lin-Manuel Miranda drawing a Puerto Rico uh, special. And it's all, like, muddy and disgusting and there's supplies on it. And then sitting next to Pennywise, who's dressed up as Ronald McDonald, is Lieutenant Dan... <laughs> Who's sitting who in front? Just rolled out of a train tunnel that says the Dick Cavett show on it. Yeah, that says the Dick Cavett show on it, and he's looking at another table that has a gold star, like amazing military guy, coming in his pants as a table tips over as Barack Obama is putting a rack of ribs on it.
0: Uh, so well, the last one was the P tape. We're gonna talk about the P tape.
1: The P tape, yes.
0: Great. Um, so you know, P tape. Pea soup. I feel like that that leap kind of makes itself.
1: The story is like they peed in a bed that the Obamas once slept in, and so like the saucer that the bowl of soup is comes on, like that can be a mattress. This is like the Obamas apostrophe uh, like, at the end of
0: the s. yeah. So there's a bowl of pea soup sitting on top of a mattress that says Obamas. Mm-hmm. And Obamas. Uh, Obamas. Yeah um who is dr- who is drinking the soup who sippeth from the goblet
1: well the the story is that it was they paid two prostitutes okay to sit at the uh, to, to to pee on the bed uh-huh so maybe it's like so maybe what it is is like there's a prostitute sitting there and she's wearing like she's dressed, she's dressed as Rachel Maddow but, like, a, a slutty Rachel Maddow.
0: Ooh, Halloween.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so, let's keep it, yeah, so it's the first Thanksgiving, but we just got out of Halloween. So we'll have the Halloween theme on there. Yeah, and it we drew like, it before Halloween, there. idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, sometimes so that in
0: movies it. you'll see actors show up in random scenes dressed in Halloween costumes. Because they filmed that one on Halloween.
1: Yes, yeah, it makes sense. Okay, but, like... That scene in Godfather
0: 2 where it's young Vito in Sicily, but Robert De Niro's walking around in a scarecrow costume.
1: So, yeah, we'll have, like, a prostitute dressed as, like, slutty Rachel Maddow, and, like, and she'll be wearing, like, a CNN thing, and she'll wear a hat that says, like, press or whatever.
0: So she represents the whole press, because you're kind of, you're hitting MSNBC and CNN and all-timey press. So she works for the Daily Planet as well.
1: Maybe her hat that has like you know they always have that card that just says press or something like on the day yeah everyone
0: does nowadays still all the time.
1: Maybe like that press tag is made out of like play doh or something so it's like mm. fake news.
0: Oh, yeah 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 I like I love that. Okay
1: so there were two prostitutes. There's two prostitutes that did that but like and like so maybe like one of the prostitutes can be one of the prostitutes can be saying to the other one like hey where's the restroom and the other prostitute can be saying it's right here <laughs> and she can like we can like <laughs> see the way that the way the the picture is drawn we can see between like we can see underneath the table and between her legs and we see that like she's already Peter pants
0: <laughs> not on the mattress she's just Peter pants
1: yeah just Peter pants yeah
0: what if she has like a, a like a tube or like a Rube Goldberg machine that like
2: moves the pee to the mattress. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, the perfect Rube
1: Goldberg. That's, we, it's got to be a Rube Goldberg machine because Pee Wee Herman has one in Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
0: <laughs> so the pee so like she's... falls into a bucket and then like a a, a a little robot hand brings it over to like a conveyor belt, which brings it up to the table, which dumps it onto the mattress. Which shifts in weight so that an egg falls into a frying pan and starts cooking.
1: Yes, yes. And we can draw, like, the motion lines of the egg, like, in mid-fall off the mattress into a, a frying pan.
0: Yeah, my favorite Rube Goldberg machine is always the one at the beginning of uh, Back to the Future, where while it's going, if you listen to the background of the, the news, fake news, uh, you can kind of hear, like, the backstory you need for the movie. Can we do something like that in this political cartoon? Like several small TVs delivering exposition along the Goldberg machine of Pete
1: Oh yeah, so we can put a bunch of put a bunch of TVs down there underneath the table. There's just a stack of TVs and everything. Yeah, and like and one's talking about Uranium One, and one's talking
0: about um, the emails. Still, 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 they're talking about the emails. She's not the president. Why are you still talking about her all the time?
1: It's, 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 that, yeah, so, like, there, it's, it's not like, we know you won because you're the president. We know.
2: We know. We got
1: that news. Fake news. Uh, so, yeah, one of them, one of them is showing, like, emails and, like, one of them uh, is
0: showing 13 Hours, that Benghazi movie that Michael Bay made.
1: Yeah, uh, and the TV that's showing the emails can have uh, Clippy, the paperclip, uh, saying... Would you like
0: some collusion with that? Would you like
1: some help with your collusion? Yeah, or would you like some... Hey, uh, hey, I noticed you're not using the proper... Uh, hey, I noticed you're using a private server. We call it no thanksgiving no okay <laughs> so wait hold up do we uh are we are we done with the whole thing uh, uh
0: they finish it you, you want to put some fucking parsley on this meal gussy it up uh, a little bit
1: well okay so uh there's a p-tape so we we should have r kelly sitting between the two hookers oh, okay um, sure. sure. And, and he can be wearing, like, um, the Nikes that Heaven's Gate was wearing in the outfit because, like, R. <laughs> R. Kelly runs a sex cult. Uh, the... He's drinking
0: Kool-Aid in Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville.
1: He's drinking, yeah, he's drinking Kool-Aid there. Um, maybe there's like, a big uh, outline, like, one of the other, one of the third wall, the third wall of Margaritaville. Because one of the wall has a chalkboard, one of the walls has a painted all-in tunnel. And it's, like, the third wall that we're seeing can have, like, the outline of the Kool-Aid guy. Yeah, so by the time uh, we
0: do our next, like, monthly episode in December, it might not be timely. The Hollywood sex scandals might be over. Do we want to work them in here somehow? Like, out the window of Jimmy uh, Buffett's Margaritaville, you can see it say, like, pedophile wood or something.
1: Um, I think, uh... Horrible off, sex the, pest wood. Uh, I think first off, like, the crumbling wall that uh, Kool-Aid Man broke through, it should have infrastructure <laughs> written on it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and we can Kool-Aid have, And the Kool-Aid Man like... is labeled JOBS! Jobs, yeah, the man's labeled jobs, yeah, uh, obviously, uh, and he's saying he's saying, oh no, um, <laughs> and uh, you're talking about like pedophiles and like Hollywood or whatever. So we'll have like um, Harvey Weinstein and Dustin Hoffman and James Torbeck and all those people, and they could be like, uh, can we see a kids menu? <laughs> Uh, they'll be saying, "Can we see a kids menu?" And the waiter will be saying, "No," and then they'll say, "We don't care." Oh my god! So, and then you want to call it, um, "No thanks" in all capital letters and italicized, and then giving
0: that was my first thought i think there's a, a well
1: to be drummed from jimmy buffett's margarita hell or something like that uh, jimmy buffett's margarita because i was because I, I was kind of initially thinking like jimmy buffett's margaritaville oh yeah yeah you're right okay yeah forget forget what i was gonna say jimmy buffett's hashtag margaritaville <laughs>
2: Another drilling tale coming and gone. Good thing that Bat Freak didn't intervene. What's to mess with our plans? Me, a Gotham City Banksburg thug, doesn't like it when Bat Freaks interfere with our plans. I only hope he doesn't plan to interfere with Patreon. Patreon.com slash tv's kevin is the place to support this show gotham city begsburg always supports its own one two one two yeah i'll give you a right hook with pauline kale and a left hook with siskel and ebert what's if you mess with patreon bat freak you might not be bruce wayne you almost certainly do not have his unlimited access to funds and ladies but still Hey, you ever notice how Batman and Catwoman got together at the same time as Bruce Wayne and famed criminal Selina Kyle? Funny that. Anyway, patreon.com slash Kevin, or I'll give you a... Matt Zola sights right in the teeth. I'll give you an Alan Sepinwall up your skull. Nathan Rabin headbutt. Uh, uh... Stone Cold Stunner from Scott Tobias. A Matt Stingers, a Matt Singer Zinger. Oh baby, ooh wah, ooh wee, Patreon. This has been a Talk Back Podcast.